0: Forever family, my name is Shannon. I'm a recovery pastor. Um, This video is a little bit different. First, let me say I'm overwhelmed by the response that you have sent based on the videos, the comments, the inbox messages, the the emails. Uh, It's I'm overwhelmed. Um, I thank you, thank you so much. Because as long as one person is getting a message, and it's hitting home and it's helpful, then I'm good with that. So first let me say that I am absolutely humbled by your encouraging words. I'm honored when you share your little mini testimonies with me and you trust me enough to do that. And I'm, I'm blessed to walk through this virtual journey with you through the videos and through the, um, the messaging back and forth. And I'm inspired by your strength to keep on keeping on when the battle's raging, because that's hard. So many times that's where people are like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Um, But most of all, it's a huge privilege when you say to me, hey, I would like for you to touch on this topic or that topic, or this has hit home with me, or this is what I've experienced. So that leads me to the intro of why this video is so important. So recently, I had received a message from someone that said, hey, I've viewed your your videos. Could you talk a little bit more about the loved ones that are loving someone in addiction? And we don't mean to not talk about that subject, um, but often that is the subject that we don't spend enough time on. So first, before we go any further, I always like to make sure people know that when I'm talking about addiction, I'm not just talking about drugs or alcohol. So I've got a couple of examples. Um, You know, addiction can include gambling, overspending, overeating, undereating toxic relationships. That's always a shocker. When I bring that one up, I'm like, yes, you can be addicted to being in toxic relationships because you don't think you're worth anything better than that. That's always a shocker. Um, Addiction also includes stealing, overworking, internet, abuse. Now, abuse is also physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, um, it's on many different levels. So just because someone hasn't hit you yet, but every single minute of every single day, you're being belittled and downgraded, that's abuse. And, and just because someone isn't hitting you yet does not mean it's not abuse. You are not meant to constantly be somebody's verbal or emotional punching bag. Other forms of um, addiction Exercising, setting fires, porn, cutting. And this one always catches people off guard also. Spiritual obsession as opposed to actually a religious devotion. Like, not necessarily just I'm going to walk out this life and I'm going to obey the go- the golden rule and I'm going to love my neighbor and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to. Instead, it becomes an obsession where... People walk around and throw hellfire and brimstone constantly, and they want to almost act like Pharisees. And if if you know me well, and you've been around me any length of time, one of my favorite sayings is, I don't Pharisees well. You know, people say I don't play well with others. I don't Pharisees well. I don't handle that very well, and I'm usually the one that steps in and speaks up and speaks my mind and kind of makes people mad. But yeah, yeah you can spiritually abuse people also. Another form of addiction is seeking pain as a form of self-punishment. You know, really the list goes on and on and on and on. But really, if if, if you think about it, getting down to the just the nuts and bolts of it, it's any uncontrollable craving, compulsion, or something done out of gluttony. Again, I... I always like to make sure that that people know the different types of addiction because I'm not just talking about alcohol and drugs. Because so many people, they learn about recovery meetings, but they just assume, because they don't have a battle with drugs or alcohol, they assume that they don't need recovery. Truth is, we are all wounded from something. We are all in recovery from something or need to be. So when I received this message, it really hit home because I don't have the battle of drug addiction or alcohol or things like that. That's not my walk. So when I I received this message, my first thought was, when I've done these videos, for the most part, I've had to skim the surface. It's really hard in a 15 or 20 minute video to really talk in depth and connect all the puzzle pieces, it would take hours sometimes to sit and really connect all the puzzle pieces. So I didn't want to skim the surface on on this topic. So I posted the question, like I said, posted on my Facebook page, what is the hardest part about loving someone in addiction? Now I don't like to say, what's the hardest part about loving an addict? I try really hard to remove the labels Because I've had people say, I'm just an addict, but yet they haven't used in years. No, you're in recovery from addiction. You are not the addiction. So I try really hard to remove those labels. But I'll tell you, I'm so overwhelmed by the response. I just had to start making a list of all the things that everybody um, commented with and said and sent me inbox messages but you know, as, as I'm organizing this, as best as I could, and I know that I'm not going to hit on everything because, you know, the people that haven't had your experiences may not have suggested your reality to me, but I basically took the responses and broke it down into the seven stages of loving someone in addiction. Now again, I know there's gonna be many situations that are not included, and I'm not saying this is the end all, I'm just organizing the responses that I got. That was the best way I could figure out how to fit 20 minute videos together so we will end up doing one stage per video. And it may not be a full 20 minutes, but I wanna do each stage a justice. I will tell you though, the one that, that I've cried Cause I just posted this comment yesterday and here I am with over 60 to almost 70 replies into like different replies. The ones that were the same, I just didn't keep adding them to the list. But the most common reply that I received from so many people said the hardest thing about loving someone in addiction is trusting God to protect them and to provide for them when we do not know where they're at or even if they're alive. It is a true test of my faith. Now, this is a quote from someone that sent the message to me. It is a true test of of faith because the only weapon I had left to fight against this addiction was prayer. I had another person say that they would sit in their chair by their window, crying as they would pray their child home until they fell asleep in their chair, only to wake up and start praying again. They said that they truly understood the story of the prodigal son. And so that hit home with me because I've used that phrase before, praying someone home. And I just took that as a God wink that, yeah, this is a topic that, that is absolutely needed. So there's going to be a series of messages. There's going to be seven stages. so There are going to be seven videos and it will be part one, part two, part three. So that way you can kind of follow along. Um, but I welcome your thoughts, your comments, your emails, your inbox messages. My email will be listed in the description, but most of all, I pray that this series in this series you find you find peace and you find encouragement to keep on fighting through prayer. I know that I know that sometimes we don't see our prayers answered. But the father that was praying for the prodigal son kept praying and when the son came home he rejoiced. So please know It is absolutely never too late to ask for help if you are in addiction. But also, it's never too late to ask for help if you are struggling with your faith and trying to love someone in addiction. I really look forward to how this um, unfolds, how the Holy Spirit moves through it. And I'm excited to... I'm excited to bring light in some form or fashion to what so many people are struggling with. Because of the people I've talked to, if you have one person in addiction, you could have up to 5, 10, 15, 50 close people that are struggling with how to love someone in addiction so addiction is just it's not just a one-and-done it's not just that person's struggle because they're in addiction there are all those people trying to love someone in addiction that for the most part are doing this alone and in silence so again I welcome your comments your post um, any any way I can help you to get you connected with resources please reach out I have some really great resources, people that I I trust and I would definitely send you to talk to. Please, please know it's never too late to ask for help. So until um, part one is posted, which I'm probably going to post them on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, same time, 6 p.m. as usual. So be looking for that. Please share them. And... We all know someone who they don't want to help. They just don't want the help. Sometimes instead of talking at them, if we talk with them and share a message, we give the Holy Spirit time to speak to them. So again, I'm ready for this journey. I'm overwhelmed by by all your replies and the need for this is is definitely there. So until you see part one of the seven stages of loving someone in addiction, always remember, speak life, be a blessing, put your faith feet into action to cause a ripple effect. Because if we don't like what we see in our community, we are the starting point for change. So. Until you see part one posted, much agape, everybody.